Minutes on Mastery is brought to you by Athletic Greens. This is business and digital growth strategist, Brendan Kane, on the Finding Mastery podcast with Michael Gervais, explaining how behavioral psychology is tied into social media. So I study psychology pretty in- intently and behavioral psychology and human behavior because I'm fascinated by it and it also helps everything I do. Like if you want to be in digital and you want to be successful in that world, you have to leverage psychology and human behavior. There's no luck behind Facebook success, Twitter success, Instagram success. They're all using behavioral psychology and very few people realize that, that they're actually tying subconscious desires into resulting to their platform. So I dive in into that very deeply to understand myself, but also to understand other people so I can communicate more effectively with them and connect with them effectively. But it also helps me in the strategies that I craft for them. So a big part of my my personality, I don't know if you've heard of the process communication model, uh, but I've been studying it for about uh, four years now. And it's pretty fascinating where the psychologists in the 1970s discovered that there's six personality types within each individual. But the difference is we have all six. And if we understand how somebody uses a personality to perceive the world like their base personality type, you can communicate with them more effectively. And NASA picked up on this in the 70s. And it's kind of a a funny thing because you've seen in movies where they interview people for the space program. They put you in this room and do an extensive psych evaluation to make sure because they're sending you up in billions of dollars of technology. And that process normally takes like two or three days. And they brought this guy in. And within 10 minutes, he would write down on a piece of paper what their personality was and whether they were fit for the space program and would drop it on the floor and leave. And then after that, NASA retrained their whole space program around it. And then from there, interestingly enough, Bill Clinton picked up on this after he lost the re-election of governor from Arkansas, made this guy move down and train him and his entire staff in this model, and he proceeded to win the presidency of the United States. And no matter what you think about Bill Clinton, the people that have met him always say he makes you feel like you're the only person in the room, because when he shakes your hand, he can tell within a split second what, how you perceive the world and then can communicate with you in that level. And then the other secret is Pixar has writers on staff that are trained in this model. So that's why Pixar is the most successful movie studio of all time. And you go to a Pixar movie and there's a a huge diverse audience because you have a a character that's catered towards each personality type. So I know for myself what my breakdown is. And one of my breakdowns is, is, is all about reflecting on the world. So I need my space as on my own to kind of reflect. And it's another thing that gives me that strong suit. Uh, so yes, I needed a lot of downtime. I don't think I needed a lot of attention. I think more so than anything, I needed more space. Like I can remember college was a miserable experience living in the dorm rooms because you have to live with somebody else. And I'm just not fit to live with a stranger in that capacity. So that's one area that I know about myself. It's not really the attention that, that, that I'm specifically looking for. But you understand the primary drivers for many people and you're using that process model to do so. Yeah. And it's art. It's built out of archetypes. It's built out of Carl Jung's original work, uh, that there's only a handful of archetypes that people are working from. And, and the idea that, um, you can pinpoint somebody's archetype or personality characteristics and just, uh, uh, a few handshakes or a few beats and a handshake. I think we can get close. I really think that that is possible and it's nice to have a model. So that, is that the model that you're working from? Yeah, I, I, it's, it's obviously not perfect, but what I think yeah. it does is help understand somebody 
from the other side of the table. Yeah, like a basic like, one I think many people do is introvert or extrovert, yeah. which you're hinting, hinting on, you know, the reflective approach. And that's a really important characteristic. Does somebody think out loud and is that how they generate energy? Or does somebody like more quiet time to pay attention to how they think and feel? And then when they speak, pay attention because they've thought about it. So like the introvert, extrovert, just as a primary grouping, I think is a nice way to think about people. For the full Finding Mastery podcast, head over to findingmastery.net or check us out on Apple Podcasts. And for a special offer from Athletic Greens, head to athleticgreens.com slash findingmastery.